0: great morning i hope you have had a wonderful sleep and you're ready to crush the day ahead of you or if you're listening to this in the evening i hope you already crushed your day today and you had a great morning and you're going to have another one again tomorrow Um, i just wanted to say a quick thank you for all the support i've been receiving on my travel series it's so nice to hear stories about people who've been using my tips to travel around and it makes me really excited as well Yes so I just recorded another episode because I'm a little bit behind and my brain is fried from all the studying I've actually had to catch up on today as well so apologies in advance if this episode is a mess. Today's episode is going to be all about how I decided to live in an apartment versus a dorm. You know like those are obviously quite different accommodation choices and it's something that a lot of people will have to think about when they're going on exchange even just going to university in another town but in particular i'm going to be focusing this on exchange because you're in the city for a shorter amount of time so there's kind of a few different considerations to think about you also might be a little bit older than the normal dorm room crowd and things like that so again Lots to think about and this is just kind of how I decided. I've done both. So I stayed in a halls of residence when I was in Salamanca and I've also done the halls of residence in my home university. But here in Barcelona, I'm staying in an apartment which I just found through a renting agency. So yeah, that is the plan for this episode. Hopefully you're really excited. If you want to hear more from me, please follow me on Instagram at Great Morning Podcast. Um, And subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast because it really does help me out and leave me a nice review while you're there. And of course, we have to start with our gratitude because every morning is a great morning when we start with gratitude. And even if you're not listening to this in the morning, I like reminding people that being grateful has helped me so much in my life and it should help you too. So hopefully, this is the weekly reminder you need to feel a bit more grateful. anyway today for me I am really really grateful that I have a gym like literally downstairs from me (laughs) it is it's like a you know very decent normal gym I only just joined it and I haven't used it a lot yet because I've only just joined but I'm really excited to get back into my fitness I really feel like I'm missing that routine I'm missing kind of just this different style of fitness like I don't think I've lost a lot of fitness because I've been walking so much and I'm still climbing and things like that as well so I'm keeping up my strength but I just kind of miss doing you know a quick 40 minute burst in the morning wakes me up puts me in a good mood and yeah so I'm really excited really grateful that that gym is super close to me and excited to try it out and try out some of their classes as well so yeah that's something that I'm looking forward to second thing i am really grateful for is the fact that i speak english i actually don't know if i've talked about this a lot or not but being able to speak english has been so helpful you don't really realize how much of a privileged position you get put in when you know english like english is almost the default middle ground language. So for example, if an Italian and a Spanish person got together, they probably would find more similarities um, because they would both speak English as opposed to one of them knowing the other one's native language. So being able to speak English as my native language is so helpful. and. It really sucks that a lot of travellers will try and get around only speaking English and not learning local languages, but I also get it um, in some circumstances that it is just not feasible to learn Icelandic in the three days that you're there. But yeah, really grateful I speak such a universally known language, Um, even though I think Spanish is the most widely spoken, but yeah, speaking English is really helpful and finally i am really grateful that i found an electric toothbrush at the supermarket yesterday for like four euro which seems insane i haven't actually tried it out yet but we will see i just needed a new toothbrush generally and i went in and they had three toothbrushes for a euro which i was like i don't really want three but i was just gonna buy them anyway but then i realized they had an electric one and i didn't bring my electric one with me but this one looks pretty good hopefully it works hopefully it just lasts me for the next two months that i'm here but yeah we'll see how it goes maybe it'll be terrible but really grateful that it was very cheap so at least I don't feel like I wasted too much money if it doesn't work so yeah hopefully that has inspired you to think of three things that you're grateful for things you're looking forward to and just things that you appreciate about your life Now that you have your three things that you're grateful for, I will go into my tips and tricks for finding accommodation while you're on exchange. Obviously, this is quite specific to exchanges rather than um, necessarily just traveling generally, so this probably isn't an applicable episode for everyone, but. Hopefully it gives you a little bit of insight into my stories and why I picked an apartment here versus why I picked living in a halls of residence when I was in Salamanca. So first of all, apartment, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm living in a shared apartment. There's four of us and we've got four bedrooms. So we have our own bedroom each, which is nice. And this is just independently managed by a renting agency here in Barcelona and, you know as you would rent anywhere in the world, regardless of whether you're a student or not. Halls of residence, I think it's pretty common in Western countries, but if you aren't really aware, that's what we call them in New Zealand. It's basically the halls where like all the students from your university, or sometimes a few universities will kind of join together and put like, almost like you get like your own room or a room between two people and shared bathrooms between a couple of people. And um, yeah, all students living there, usually it's more expensive, but you get kind of more pastoral care. So there's usually like RAs or TAs or whatever they're called in your place who are like older students who kind of are in charge of your section of the hall. And you sometimes will get it catered as well. So you don't have to worry about cooking. Usually the common areas are cleaned for you as well. And all those kind of nice sort of small luxuries that can make living at a home seem way less daunting. And I will say, I lived out of home in a halls of residence just in my home university for my first year. And I really loved it. Like, there were definitely ups and downs to the whole experience. But overall, it's a really, really good chance to kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone. You get it's way easier than living in an apartment because you don't have to worry about paying bills. You don't have to worry about cleaning and things like the little things that just get kind of annoying, especially when you're only in a place for a couple months or whatever it can be so much nicer to know that you're coming back to a home like a student home that's usually really really secure usually they provide you with all the furniture and the bedding and things like that that you need which is also really handy so yeah really good i really recommend doing it if you know you're just deciding whether to go into one for general uni I say it's definitely worth it especially in your first or kind of younger years it's a really great way to meet people as well meet other students and yeah so I also picked to do it when I was in Salamanca a couple years ago I was studying at the university there but I was only studying for one month and because of this whole debacle with the program that I was supposed to be going on getting cancelled and me being transferred to Spain like a couple weeks before I was leaving New Zealand I didn't have a lot of time to kind of look at other options and I don't. I never, it never really appealed to me to do like the homestay situation where you live with a family. Um, maybe if I was a bit younger I would have chosen that option but I, at this point I would have been 20 and I was kind of like oh nah like I don't really want to do that. So living in halls was just the easiest option. I just basically contacted the uni and said yes yeah, sign me up and they went great. And that was that. So I will say with that one, we weren't actually allowed to pick which hall we were in. So quite often the universities will have multiple halls. Sometimes they'll join with other universities as well. Sort of all be students, but mixed universities. Um, Sometimes it'll just be your own university, but generally there's more than one option. We didn't actually get a choice of where we lived, which I think played a lot into the experience that I had because the one that I was in was pretty much all international students and you had the option of being catered or not. I picked to be catered, the food was not great. I will say, yes, catering hauls makes your life so much easier. I don't think many people enjoy the food. The food I had in New Zealand was Better because there was always enough options that you could kind of make something a bit nicer if that makes sense you know there was always like two or three options that you kind of pick between there was always a salad bar where you could just kind of make your own salad and it was always toast and bread as well <laughs> if it really came down to it whereas the one I stayed in Salamanca was a lot smaller and they only really had like the one option and if it wasn't good then it was kind of tough so yeah Food wasn't great, but I definitely wouldn't have picked to be catered if I'd known I was going there, but the problem was is that they also didn't provide like a full kitchen. You just had like the sink microwave situation that common rooms normally have, so yeah, I don't know it was a bit weird, but I have a friend who went to that same university and he actually stayed in like a proper halls of residence, which was like. I guess, more normal in terms of, like, kind of what I had experienced back at home, so there was mixed students, like, not just international students, and the catering he got was, like, catered for, like, a much bigger group of students, so they obviously could cook a lot more options, and yeah, so it was a bit hit and miss, um, you definitely would have thought that living in a smaller place would make the food better, but anyway, (laughs) so yeah, but there are definitely advantages like it was so easy because it was all sorted for me everything was so last minute when i went to salamanca so it was nice to not worry about it you just knew that you were going to show up and your bed was going to be there and everything especially if you're living in like a foreign place or a foreign city like somewhere that you're not super comfortable with it can be so much easier to just sign up to their halls these are usually great options for short term as well a lot of apartments in Barcelona I couldn't rent because they wanted us to rent for six months or a year and I was like well I'm only here for less than that so I didn't really want to rent it out um, and they didn't want to rent to me because then they have to go to the hassle of finding another flatmate in four or five months so yeah really great options for short terms you most halls or there will be definitely a hall in your city that does have a shorter term option you know just a semester or something like that so really easy and Generally, not always, but generally the halls are closer to the universities as well, which is always really handy, so yeah, it means your commute time to uni is way shorter. I know my commute time at the moment is it's about 30-35 minutes, which is not terrible, it's about what I was doing at home anyway, so it doesn't really faze me, but you know, if I was living in the halls that they recommended to us, then I would be living 15 minutes walk from campus, which... It's obviously a lot nicer, but anyway, um, but yeah, probably doesn't apply to all universities, so just double check, but I think the general rule is that most of the halls, especially if it's a hall the uni recommends, will be within walking distance from the university, which is really great. But also a really great way to meet people, especially if you're in a foreign city and you don't really know many people, um, can be really nice really easy way to meet people because everyone in that hall wants to make friends especially when you first move in if you're moving in together everyone wants to make friends so yeah really great for those things however I am now 23 I'm still doing my law degree but a lot of students will start their degrees at 18 19 you know so if you're going into halls you're going to be living with 18 and 19 year olds and if that's what you want to do like totally go for it like if you're 18 or 19 then obviously this doesn't really change but because I'm a little older it's like oh I don't really want to be sharing a room with an 18 year old who is (laughs) just living a totally different life to me That was just something that was playing in the back of my mind. I also knew that halls can usually be more expensive because you're paying extra for all the pastoral care they provide for you. Um, And I was like, well, I kind of want to save my money so I can travel outside of Barcelona um, instead of paying the extra to live in a hall. So for me, I picked going with an apartment. But obviously, finding an apartment can be pretty daunting in a new city. Um, I would... Definitely recommend if you're going with this option to talk to university about it. Usually most of the universities I've looked at will provide like a handbook sort of guide to moving to their city and they'll give you some tips and tricks. But definitely talk to them about which agencies are really reputable, especially if you aren't going to see the place that you're living in before you get to the city. Just gives you that kind of peace of mind that if something goes wrong, there's like a middleman who's protecting your interests as well. So there's kind of two options here, I wanted to have my accommodations sorted before I left New Zealand, so for me, going to the agency was the safest option, yes I had to pay a little bit in their fees, I'm probably paying slightly higher rent than what the average rent in my area is, but I don't think it's super excessive, and their fee wasn't super excessive, and they organise quite a few events for um, students as well, so you can meet other people and things like that, which is really nice. So, I mean, it's worked out really well for me, but if you are wanting to save that money and you really want to see the room before you move in, which is totally fair enough, then the other option you can do is to book a hostel for the first week or two that you're there. So you can go around and tour places. I would probably recommend having at least a few viewings lined up so... Check what the best, like kind of local advertising rental thing is. So, if you move to New Zealand, you'd probably check Trade Me Rentals or Facebook. Um, if you move to Barcelona, they really love Idealista and Sparti, I think the other one is here. But yeah, just check whichever the local kind of renting thing is. Contact a few people, line up some um, viewings and things like that. It's a lot harder when you don't speak the language but hopefully you can find a middle ground and yeah just know you have that hostel for you know a week or whatever and you can probably extend it pretty easily if you still haven't found somewhere. However if you are taking this option make sure you arrive a few weeks before class so it's not kind of like the last minute scramble when your class starts tomorrow and you're still living in a hostel which I know some people that had to do that and it's pretty stressful. Anyway I quite liked that. I had mine sorted already because I went through the agency, I was pretty confident in the room. They picked me up from the airport, took me to the apartment, showed me around, showed me the local area and yeah, worked out really well for me and I've been loving the apartment so far. Usually, especially because my university is so isolated, living near my university would actually be such a nightmare for doing anything other than studying so here i'm in a really great location really close to a couple metro stations so i can get to the city center like in 10 minutes or 30 minutes if i walk i'm super super close which is really nice so yeah living in an apartment can mean you get a little bit more flexibility on where you live you also just get generally more freedom like there's no one kind of watching you where you go there's no curfews and things like as long as you're obeying the laws generally you're gonna be fine so like you know you still still can't host loud parties after 11 pm and things like that but generally um yeah you get a lot more flexibility and freedom and who you're bringing into your room like if you want to have guests over if you know you want to leave and go i mean when i was staying at my hall in Salamanca, it was super weird we had to tell them every time we were leaving we had to ring the doorbell to get back in like we only got given keys to our room not to the main building um which was really really annoying we weren't allowed guests in our room at all they were only allowed in the common areas which is also just really inconvenient you know when you just have a friend over and you just want to yarn in your room rather than in the common area but i mean i get some of the rules but yeah they were a bit restrictive and a bit kind of annoying so yeah living in an apartment's definitely given me a bit more freedom especially now that i'm older i've lived out of home before i've solo traveled before so i kind of have that confidence didn't really feel like living in a dorm would do it for me this time but that's not to diss them all together i love my experience in them and i definitely wouldn't diss it especially if it's your first time out of home and you're maybe a little bit younger definitely recommend hauls as well the only other thing I will say um, if you are going to stay in a, in anywhere to be honest in your city but particular if you, particularly if you're looking in an apartment is just to do a quick google or ask locals um, what kind of nicer areas are to live. If you don't know the city well it can be really hard to know where good places are to live. Like I'm lucky that I knew someone who had friends in Barcelona and he gave me this long as email about all the good areas and things so I knew where I wanted to live and I knew where the good places are but even just a quick google search can help you out there and it just makes means you don't have to worry about kind of moving in and realizing you're in a dodgy area and then finding somewhere else and breaking your lease and all that kind of drama that goes on there so yeah, hopefully these tips have been helpful. If you want me to talk more about how to apartment hunt, um, especially in a new city when you're not there, let me know because I have lots of other tips and tricks that I can share. Anyways, I hope you've had a wonderful day or are about to have a wonderful day and these tips help you along. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Great Morning Podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and put a smile on your dial and have a great morning.